This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. And I would like to thank John, who is a gold level amplifier with us. That means that he is giving at least $10 a month, I think, to the amplifier program. I say I think because I, I think the aver- or the number there is correct. Um, to the amplifier program. And an amplifier is someone who helps to advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. And if you'd like to learn more, you can go to amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you so much to John for supporting us. We really appreciate it. So I'm just going to kind of um, move on from this article about female psychopaths. I'll put it in. We have our whale bird here. It's a thing that lets me paste all of my um, articles I've talked about on the show so far and it posts it to our social at social.freetalklive and I have it now set up to where it posts to my Twitter because I didn't realize it wasn't doing that till today so you can find any of the articles we ever talk about on Free Talk Live at, at Free Talk Live on Twitter now and in the studio with you tonight I didn't mention is me, myself, Bonnie and nobody and we have been talking tonight about all kinds of different things. Basically, I think that um, teachers and any government employee is highly likely to be a psychopath. There's certainly a lot of them. And, uh, you know, just in general, the kind of people that you wouldn't want to deal with are going to be really comfortable in a situation where you have to pay for their service, whether you want it or not, hmm. you know, there's That's, that. And just like, if they have the opportunity to hurt somebody, if they take that job, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that they, not that it, I guess psychopaths don't necessarily just want to hurt people, but they will care less about it. And if you're a psychopath and you want to hurt people, well, you should join the military. <laughs> Yeah. In general, global freedom has dropped sharply in 2023, a new study says, and that should bother Saw that everyone. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's ever really going the opposite direction. I mean, Argentina possibly. Even Argentina there's some bad news. Um What happened there? Well, apparently the uh the the guy has taken over Malay mm-hmm. um, has has put out some decree about 
banning woke words. So I'm not really is, against this because he's I'm, only banning the government and government documents from using oh, these words. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I what I happened upon was a miss was a was a miss. Um, uh, misrepresentation of that, then, yeah. or I misunderstood what I read. One and of I two. understand because I would be against it too if he was banning any word from like the people. But you can ban whatever you want with the government. Um, ban them from talking at all. I mean, I'd, I'd be perfectly happy to ban them from breathing. But <laughs> I wouldn't call it a necessarily um, a good plan. But yeah. I also well, I mean, I'd let them quit. Right. Just while they're not, while they're a government employee, they're not allowed to breathe. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> but he, you can resign and start again anytime you want to. <laughs> he, though Javier Malahi is like holding the, them underwater. I think that if they're going to attempt assassination, it may be soon because he is going mm. directly after their money at this point. Yeah. He's um, taken away their little fake charity projects um so the the provinces they're allowed to control these little fake charity projects that usually include like oh we're gonna fix bridges in our province and it's all federal money but a lot like you see in the united states they say oh we're gonna need like 20 billion for this they get 20 billion then they're like oh it actually costed 30 billion and and then they have way more money a lot of it goes to their cronies and besties Mm. and a lot of times the built bridge never even gets built because it's just like so bad and corrupt there. The, uh, apparently that's a federal thing. So Javier Malay just got rid of those like point blank. They're, they nice. don't exist anymore, those programs. And um, also apparently the provinces pay taxes to the uh, feds and then the feds like give them back a certain amount. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it has to work, like, go through that process. It seems kind of stupid. Um, but the provinces, the governors there really rely on it for like you know paying their cronies and besties and um you know feeding off the people and javier malay isn't sending them their money back so they're really mad oh wow all the stuff that he's doing to them is um you know truly attacking the parasite class the caste is what he calls them and mm-hmm. um i'm completely here for it so hopefully in in, in um argentina Freedom will will we'll see a study says freedom has risen sharply in the next couple of years. That would be great. Hopefully they don't just kill him or impeach him. Well, I I would not be surprised if they came after him one way or the other. I mean, I mean he's better than he's a lot better than than Trump, and I think they're going to yeah. kill him. Hmm. You yeah. do? If he wins again, I would be I would be very surprised if he took office again. I think they'd just whack him. Hmm. They are so desperate to keep him out of office. Hmm. And I don't even like the guy. It's not like he's a freedom guy. Right. You know, he's just in some ways less horrible than the people that we have had. You know, like I think he's less horrible than Joe Biden. Me too. I think he's less horrible than Joe Biden, but I also don't like him. And I hadn't really considered would they kill him if he went won again. I don't know. It's mm. possible. I mean, I don't put anything past them. I also just wonder if he's like completely a part of it, just really good at hiding it because that's like the whole game. That's certainly possible. That's certainly possible. That's one of the reasons that I've never. Uh, Never wormed to him. 
And you know some of the some of the things he says are are just moronic. I mean, drug pe- drug death penalty for drug dealers. It's like the war for the war on drugs has been an abject failure. Mm, yeah, you know, and you, making it more brutal isn't going to fix it. Imagine thinking that somebody should get the death penalty because they sold a product to somebody else. Yeah, something they. Something they wanted. Yeah, not forced a product down someone's throat. No, sold it to them at the price that was agreed upon. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it really is. He's also now, ever since um, Vivek Ramaswamy, um, or Swamzi, I can't remember right now. Ramaswamy. Oh, okay, Ramaswamy. Ever since Rav- Vivek Ramaswamy came out saying he wanted to bomb Mexico to destroy the car- cartels, Trump was like, you know what, I agree with that. It's a great idea. And now he wants to do it, oh, too. God. So that's really scary. That's like one of the scariest things about him possibly winning is that we might become in a war with the Mexican cartel. That would be a terrible idea. Think of how many people are Mexican like nationalists in the United States. Um, Think of all the people that would get mad if a bunch of bystanders are getting killed in Mexico and war just works like that. Bystanders get killed. Yeah. Think, Think of like what might happen in the United States if they are suddenly our enemies like that's ridiculous mexicans are our neighbors and i don't see any reason to send bombs over there even if you claim that there's these cartels and we could just eradicate them you could also eradicate them pretty easily by making drugs legal yeah and that's the only way they won't be released because even if you manage to get the mexican border airtight Guess what? Canadian drug drug cartels would come into existence or drug cartels that had some other way into the country because the laws of economics say if the people want something, somebody's going to go and go and get it. And, you know, people say, oh, well, we'll protect the addicts by killing the dealers. And it's like, well, the addicts will still be addicts. So what are they going to do if you kill all the dealers? Well, then some of them will become dealers or die. because that's the only way they can get it. And then you kill them. Mm-hmm. And then the next class becomes dealers and you kill them and by the end of the process if you're successful to the best possibility of of your plan what you've done is kill all of the addicts in order to protect them yeah and and it's like pretty <laughs> ridiculous for them to claim that they want to protect addicts at all anyway when they put addicts in prison in terrible conditions most of the time mm-hmm yeah, um, it's insane. We do have a caller on the line. Unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? The war on drugs has been an abject success, not a failure. It's uh, <laughs> because of these. It's because of these programs that government uh, will shoot themselves in the foot, and it's not because of libertarian movements that that help us get to uh, what you call freedom. It's these it's these unprofitable programs like war and the drug war that will so actually dumb. get you to where you want to go. And you shouldn't uh, – I'm tired of libertarians talking against uh, repealing these types of programs. These are the best ways to freedom, to bankrupt the government. Yeah, it <laughs> makes uh, sense that um, people – that the country with the most incarcerated people on earth, most of those being drug offenses, it makes sense that that – Brings more that brings more uh, liberty to the world that way and to the country itself. That's yes, a pretty does. freaking when, stupid when they, thing to when say. When they collapse fiscally, 
they're not they going to collapse, collapse fiscally. Yeah. They make the they you know are in bed with the money makers. I think that they're doing fine. Do you think that it doesn't matter? There's limits. There's limits to both how you spend money and how much money you can print. There, there's always repercussions to printing money or spending too much money. And that would happen either way. That would happen whether the war on drugs happened or not. No, it wouldn't. No, not 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 as quick as not as quick as it uh, is going right now. That makes no sense. The war on drugs doesn't have anything to do with drug or um, money printing. Well, it certainly it's certainly expensive. You know how much the war on drugs costs versus uh, all the revenue they can try to generate with uh, asset uh, forfeiture? Doesn't even come close. So in twenty, so let me let me tell you, in the twenty year period from two thousand to two thousand nineteen, the total asset forfeiture for all crimes was seven. Why are we talking about asset asset forfeiture? You're not actually explaining your point. This is what you always do. You just start talking about something else. Doesn't come close to the cost of the drug war. You know how much the drug war costs now? It costs. One hundred billion dollars a year, at least, and they miss out on fifty billion dollars in tax revenue for fighting this drug war. How do they so miss out the on tax re- revenue? Because the people are in prison. No, because they, it's not legal, so they can't tax it as a legal as a legal good. That's good. You want to deprive the government of fifty billion, at least fifty billion. I'm not a pro year, making the government tax things. A year. There's no such there's no you, such you thing as the, you you're missing money because you're not taxing something. Just because you're not taxing it doesn't mean that you're missing the money. Like they could just they could be legal without taxing cost, it. No, it's not. If you made this. It's just like alcohol. If you make it legal, they're going to tax it. And guess what? It's going to put $50 billion a year in their pockets and make them... them. Government is a balance sheet. You want to make them healthier by giving them more money to put more people in prison for, for selling Bitcoin? Is that what you want to do? Obviously. Or do you want to accelerate their death by I, advocating for wars? I see, I see both of your points. Like Ian from going to prison. And, and the thing is... Um, I, I don't, I don't know your name caller Skeeter Skeeter. Yeah. Skeeter's arguing what they call collapsitarian position, which is basically let the government do so much stupid stuff that they collapse under the weight of their own stupidity. And that, I mean, it's, it's not impossible that that, 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 that will work. Um, I don't argue things that way because I don't want I don't want to hear people have people hear me arguing for the drug war and and think, oh yeah, he's saying the drug war is a moral thing. But in terms of things that might bring, it's certainly been destructive to the government in in some ways. In that, that's why I I fixed on legalization of marijuana. It's way more destructive to the government. Um, I mean, it's way more destructive to the people. Um, well, that's no. true. It's a- well, you can't you can't get around uh, trying to destroy democracy. It's it's not going to come uh, at no price to the people. Why would I be but trying to destroy to... democracy? Like this is the thing you always change the freaking subject. Like, no, I'm I'm not talking That's about what, destroying that... democracy at any point. All I'm saying is that drugs should be legal and not taxed. I've never advocated for taxes, and that the cops will have less to do. <laughs> Even if that means the government's printing less money, they'll find other things to print money on. And even listen, to the worst thing of all, the worst thing of all about your um, like dumb point of view, this uh, utilitarian point of view, is that if the government collapses right now in the state that we're in without advocating for actual morality and liberty, 
there will just be another government that comes under control. Like your your no. stupid system will no. never actually bring the freedom to the world. We got to like a. How do you think we got to mixed capitalism? We've seen the collapses of socialistic states, like uh, you know, USSR, okay, like controlled East Germany. Co- collapses. We're learning from these. We're learning from monarchy. Where you see the evolution of systems, they're no, getting I don't. closer and closer to pure markets, and not the free market. No, I, hate I don't. The free market because that will collapse too. Well, good for if you. Good for you. That's pretty stupid to hate the free market. Do you have anything I'll, you want to say to him? He will just keep talking if I don't mute him. How does the uh, how does the free market uh, collapse in in your opinion? I'm curious. Uh, did you ask how the free market because because the market will not support the non-aggression principle, right? I, I believe the market. So you agree will with me? Just maximize profit. And so you agree with me? Aggressive strategies. That the way What's people that? are right now. So you agree with me that the way people are right now, without being educated on morality. They will just grab another government and, and tell them, hey, you, you're in charge now, and then we'll have more tyranny. No. Then what are you saying? Uh, that Why would you say that the market doesn't want the nap? That's basically the same thing. No, no don't equate that, because I'm not a deontologist where I believe in... Uh, th- this is re- That's religion. This whole thing about not aggressing. You can aggress for people. Okay, so you're not answering good. my question. You're just like now calling it a name. You're saying, well, that's religion. Okay, well, whatever. I believe... Well, you can aggress and, and say that it's for somebody's own good, but, you know, d- yes. does that make sense? I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't think so. Value is not subjective, just like parents aggressing for the good of their kids because they don't know any better. Like, it's, poss- it's possible, and this is why I don't like ostrich economics, because they, they cheat, they manipulate analysis to make you think that, you know, they just want to cheat to get to their, uh, to get to their agenda, which is That's what you do. That's literally what alone. you do, Skeeter, every single day. You call yourself a utilitarian. All you do is you try to make people think that, oh, it doesn't matter what happens. Ultimately, this is what I want to happen. And whatever happens no, on the way there is, is it doesn't matter if people are dying in prison. People, somebody are, it, no, I'm not. Oh, my God. If you use the word straw man talking to me, like I'm going to be really unlikely to want to talk to you. you. Just sound like an idiot. You're just like repeating things you've heard the Internet say. He can't have a conversation. Anytime I try to say something, he just like says something stupid back. It's just... I hate talking to him. I picked that up. <laughs> He's such a loser. I, I can't imagine arguing that it's just the price to pay that there are people who are going to die in prison for taking a drug. Mm. Well, I, I think... I mean, out of all of our likely likely futures, I would say that no matter what decisions we make, some people are going to die in prison before before things get better. No, but I'm he a- actually actively advocates for more people dying in prison. Yeah, I'm not down with that. I, I, I don't believe that, that you know, you're going to reach good goals through human sacrifice. Yeah, especially That's, when it's like whoever Skeeter wants to sacrifice. Like, it's just, you know, completely subjective and stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know... Uh, I don't know. I I think that may be the first conversation I've had with him, so I don't know. He's a loser. You don't want to have more conversations with him. Tim in Florida, you're on the line. What's on your mind, Tim? Oh, man. Uh, well, Netanyahu is a psychopath. Oh, it probably uh, is. The settlers who are getting congratulated by Mossad for blocking humanitarian aid uh, from getting 
getting through. Those people are psychopaths. Um, what what what's going on there? So this is in Israel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not really getting reported mainstream. Uh, they're kind of reporting it in an off the cuff way, where they're like, "Well, uh, the UN is reporting that uh, because of the conflict and because of civil unrest, they're not able to get humanitarian aid through." But meanwhile, people are posting videos of you know they're they're basically blocking it and they're they're having parties and like making fun of them because they they can't get food. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty horrific. And then they had this incident where they, um, I guess it was this morning, they they bombed a bunch of people while they were waiting for aid, or yeah, that's they'd showed they up for flour or something. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and so the Israel Israelis, sorry, shot some Palestinians that were waiting for aid. Yeah. Whoa, that's pretty bad. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, the excuse is they'll report it, you know, like, oh, it's civil unrest. They were they were rushing the truck, but mm. um, it seems that when only, I think, I think at one point it was only 10%, and I'm not even sure that much is getting through. Um, so there's that issue. Uh, so they're basically trying to starve people over there. It's, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, and then you got the IDF soldiers who, on October 7th, fired tank shells into the homes of Israeli settlers and the helicopter pilots who fired Hellfire missiles into cars fleeing the music festival. Uh, those were psychopaths. Taking Wait, orders. so, sorry, you're saying that video from October 7th has come out and it showed that the IDF was firing at the homes of Israelis? It's testimony. It's oh, testimony oh. from, yeah, it's testimony from uh, music festival survivors hmm. uh, who, were, who were fleeing and survived. And uh, basically, there were IDF members firing guns upon, uh, you know, uh, into the areas where settlers were, uh, sorry, not settlers, but the the music festival goers, many of whom were settlers, uh, they were fleeing from. And and one of the survivors was like, no, no, don't shoot, I'm I'm Israeli. But, you know, some people would say that and they'd still get shot. And there's something called the Hannibal Doctrine, which I, I brought up on here before, and it's basically the idea that, uh, if you, if you, your people has, uh, this is an Israeli doctrine, uh, possibly also in the U.S. military, I've, I've heard of it too. Uh, if you are in a situation where you can't win, and that's the U.S. version, you, you basically call in a bomb to your location. Uh, but this is more when, you, when a, the Israeli version is when uh, hostages are taken, you basically kill the hostage shakers and the hostages. That does sound like a bunch of psychopaths. Thank you for the call, Tim. From... Oh, yeah. I'll keep you on hold. Okay, thank you. Um, thanks for the call either way. 603-283-6160. It's free. Talk live. Don't go anywhere. More coming up. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. 
Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. Former President Trump held a rally in Texas Thursday. He briefly addressed reporters at an airfield close to the town of Eagle Pass. Very dangerous border. We're going to take care of it. Thank you. The rally at a riverfront park, which has become the focal point of Texas's struggle against illegal immigration. A Gaza Health Ministry spokesperson said the death toll from an Israeli assault on a gathering of Palestinians looking for aid in Gaza City has risen to at least 100. The Israeli military said it's investigating the incident. An Israeli official said IDF troops resorted to live ammunition in response to people surrounding trucks transporting humanitarian aid. A recent study published in the Journal of the American Heart Association suggests that frequent marijuana use may heighten the risk of heart attack and stroke. Those who smoke cannabis daily could elevate the risk of heart attack by 25% and stroke by 42%. John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com.
show that you control. And 603-283-6160 is that phone number. 603-283-6160. You can call in with whatever is on your mind. And are you tired of the oppressive rules and moderation of the big tech social media sites? Our social... I mean, our Mastodon server at social.freetalklive.com can set you free. Mastodon is free, open source, decentralized, and federated. Multiple apps are available for iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Social.freetalklive.com. And we do have a caller online still, Tim from Florida. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. And nobody. Tim, what was uh, that other thing you said that you wanted to say? Yeah, so, so uh, it's a toss-up, but but basically, if you look up AI mass assassination factory, uh, there's a algorithm or a computer program AI called uh, it's called Habsora. I think that's how it's pronounced, and basically, it knows uh, all of the residents of Gaza, like in the whole grid, like where they live, where the buildings are, and it makes a determination uh, based on different information fed into it on on who to on who to bomb and there's still a human being involved you know the human being still has to give a yes or no uh but in the report i read and i do have a book bookmark somewhere is that uh, al jazeera i've got one about it here from al jazeera uh, okay it it might be on there too Hmm. um yeah this was somewhere else but it's it's probably the same source either way um but basically they were hitting the button yes every single time um and and the very last thing, and I I know you probably got other callers on the line. Uh, Thirty thousand people. Uh, they already mentioned it on the news on the break. Uh, Palestinians have been killed now out of two million five hundred thousand people in Gaza. That's one out of seventy five people. Wow. And also eight eight thousand people uh, remain missing, many trapped under the rubble. Uh, there's like twelve functioning hospitals out of thirty five. There's a whole bunch more statistics on Al Jazeera, and I did actually send a link to Ian's email if you want to take a look at that, and I'll, I'll drop off the line. Thank you for the call, Tim. Um, it's, it's interesting to get that report in because, honestly, it's one of those things that's kind of so depressing. I haven't really been searching out news about it. Um, this is crazy, though, what he told us about this program called Habsora, that there's mm-hmm. an AI-generated, what they're calling a mass assassination factory. That Israel is using to find their targets. That's so confused. That's so I don't understand why they would need this. Here's here's what it says about it. Oh, go ahead. Oh well, I would I would imagine. I mean, I've done um, computer aided optimization problems. Normally, you would you would say, you know, out of all of our our opportunities out of all the things we could do, what will get us the most bang for the buck, um, which is, you know, depressingly literal in this case, that there's going to be a lot of bangs as a result. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a usage I wouldn't want to put it to. Yeah. How many, how much bang for your buck as far as how many people you can kill or something like that? Um, well, how many people you can kill and which people, hmm. you know, cause you think, if you're dropping a big bomb on a populated area, you might kill, you know, 200 people. So, you know, given and maybe, you know, 180 of them are harmless, 
but, oh, we can take out this particular 20 people if we don't mind killing 180 other people, um, would, I, I would imagine, be the sort of answers that this program would give, which is a, uh, a, a, a horrendous arithmetic. Um, it's uh, just frightening. This is what they say about it on aljazeera.com. Accountability can't be transferred to any software system. Software engineer Laura Nolan unpacks use of AI in war. A mass assassination factory was the headline of the investigation by Plus972 magazine. I guess that's the name of a magazine. Mm-hmm. And local call that unveiled the use of an artificial intelligence-based targeting system by Israel. The system called Habsora, or the Gospel in English. Wow, creepy. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Um, uses advanced technology to get targeting recommendations faster than a team of human beings. It sounds exactly like what you're saying. Nobody. Mm-hmm. But are technological advances making war deadlier? What kind of information goes into an AI-based military targeting system like the one Israel uses? And it says, on Upfront, software engineer and member of the Stop Killer Robots Coalition, Laura Nolan talks more, so you can learn more about it there, um, talking to someone named Mark Lamont Hill about using AI systems in warfare. And that's where the article ends. I didn't realize how short that was. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Pretty frightening for a, for a short article, you know. He, yeah, they'll be doing that here if there's mm. ever a revolution. You mm. know, they'll be doing the same things here. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, that's a good point. They could use that. I mean, and the thing is, like, people don't care if something like this is being used as long as it's being used against somebody they don't like. Like, there's a lot of like, I, I don't even want to put people into groups. I'll just say that there are a lot of people in the United States who are totally fine with this war because they don't care. It's just Palestinians. Those are less than human, they say. Yeah. So a lot of people probably don't care. The first the first step to a total war is you have to dehumanize uh the enemy. Right. And uh and that's that's universal. That everything has to be one sided. There has to be one bad guy and one good guy because that's how the how that's the only way that the human mind can be made to do the, the horrible things that it does. That's why there can't ever be a good good news story about Russia. Mm. You know, it's like there are good people in Russia. Putin isn't one of them, right. but there are good people in Russia. Apparently, um, he just uh, like very sham election just happened. Now he's going to be a leader for another six years. What is it? Prime minister? I don't know. Or president. He's president. I oh, okay. think. Yeah. For another six years, that's crazy. Oh wow! And he's already been president for a really long time, apparently. But yeah, well, he was president for a while, and they have constitutional limits, but it limits consecutive terms. So for a while, I think he did two terms as president, and then he ended up with some other job, and somebody who was more or less a Putin puppet um, mm. became president. Uh, so that he, so that it wasn't consecutive terms, and then he was able to come back and run for president and win. And uh, you know, who knows how honest the elections are there? They're they're rigged here. I would figure they're probably rigged there too. 
It says that he's been president since 2012, so at least that long. Maybe there was another stint. I can't like just pull it up right off the top of um, here. Oh, and another weird fact: his birthday is October 7th. The in question. Oh wow! Yeah, day that That's... the that Hamas um, bombed Israel and started this war. Yeah, well, not just bombed, but but invaded. And it, yeah, I mean that was really horrific too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there in in wars between governments, there just there aren't any. I think there's it no wasn't even guy. bombs. I keep saying bombed, but I think they actually it wasn't flew in bombs. And they were came shooting. in and and shot mm-hmm. a whole lot of people, kidnapped a whole lot of people. They mm-hmm. came in. Some of them came in on hang gliders of all. Yeah, not hang gliders, but uh, but lightweight powered. Uh, powered planes. There's a name for them, and I can't remember what they're called. And Jay said that um, they're kind of like a rec- recreational thing that people. It's like a hang glider, but it's also mm-hmm. like a four wheeler almost. Like I looked this thing up. It's kind of like a, or maybe not four wheeler, but more like a. Um, it's something that I would have called a three wheeler or a three or green machine as a kid. Like it's kind of like a trike, but for older kids, and it goes really fast. It looks like that. It, it has like wheels. But you can somehow shoot it up in the air and then glide down. I've never mm-hmm. heard of this until Jay was an, our co-host on other days. Jay Noon was telling me about that and what an evil use of that thing that you would fly in on that yeah. over a wall and then kill people. Yeah, but uh, you know who knew that the, the the when when you lock two million innocents into an open air prison, hmm. they form some of the worst prison gangs. Who knew? Right. Um, that's, but I guess I can see how that would happen because, you know, most people in prison who aren't in prison for, you know, drugs or prostitution or something like that, at, at least there's some reason that they're in there. Hmm. But imagine being born in prison doing life without parole. It's like, what do you do? That's one of the reasons I just can't get behind all of these arguments. Like some people... They um, are even like libertarians in some case. They want to tell you, like, listen, if you went to Palestine, you'd realize that these are really bad people. All of them are really bad people. And it's like, first of all, that doesn't mean that babies are ever guilty of what their parents do. Babies mm-hmm. are dying. And second of all, it's just like the government of Israel made them this way. It, even if you're what you're saying is 100 percent true, like I haven't been there, but even if what. People are saying it's 100% true, like all Palestinians are monsters, every single one of them, even the babies. Well, the, they're only that way, that's only the case because of what the Israeli government has done. Yeah, I mean, it's... If 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 you're going to imprison that many people for, for nothing, you have to expect that bad things are going to happen to you because bad things, doing bad things has bad results. If your mic is broken, you can move to this chair if you want, and I, I can just turn that one off and turn this one back on. That might be a good plan. So let's get into this story. I'm going to mute your mic while you migrate over to the other chair. It looks like um this his arm of his mic came off the wall or off the table. So I'm going to get into this story from yahoonews.com or news.yahoo.com, actually. And it says that global freedom sharply dropped in year 2023 a study says and i believe it i definitely uh wouldn't be surprised at all oh oh no but what the way they're describing it is already pretty dumb they're saying democracy faced sharp 
widespread setbacks worldwide in 2023 with violence and manipulation marring a series of elections freedom house said thursday so i guess freedom house is the study group they didn't even explain that but yeah they're they're measuring freedom they're measuring yeah global freedom in democracy so that's already a bad sign but (laughs) um it says in its annual report the u.s funded pro-democracy advocacy research group switched classifications for two countries downgrading ecuador from free to partly free and upgrading thailand from not free to partly free Hmm. interesting i didn't know thailand's gotten better but now i don't even really trust this um group this pro-democracy advocacy and research group yeah i'm not i'm not that familiar with them i've read the cato institute studies Hmm. from time to time but i haven't i haven't seen the freedom house uh studies yeah i had never heard of them until now says overall political rights and civil liberties declined in 52 countries and only 21 countries saw improvements the 18th straight year that global freedom has declined. Wow. And much more lopsided of a trend than a year earlier. Even if you look at it region by region, usually we are able to say that one is an outlier, but every single region registered a decline. Said report co-author Yana. Wow. That is like an Eastern European name. I'm not going to even try. (laughs) Yeah. The deterioration is pretty widespread, she said. And I, I would just have to agree that the deterioration of freedom is pretty widespread. Whether it's because you're someone like Skeeter who just doesn't care what happens to other people <laughs> as long as you get your way. Or there's people who are thinking they're doing the right thing, but they're actually being manipulated by psychopaths who want them to give away all their freedoms. Like I feel like that's where most of the anti-gun people are at. They think they're doing a good thing. Yeah, and and there's always there's always a trade off um, at first glance between safety and freedom. Hmm. You know, you uh, but and we know that that was going on even during the revolutionary days because we had uh, had uh, t- um, people like uh, Ben Franklin saying those who would sacrifice safe freedom for safety deserve neither and will lose both right um and uh that hasn't changed you know i definitely think that there are people that think oh we'll be safer if guns just don't exist we'll just legislate them away and guns won't exist anymore yeah and it's like no the the people the the biggest killers in america will still have guns because the biggest killers in America are the government by mm-hmm. a wide stretch. Um, and then also all of the people who don't care about what's legal and what's not legal anyway and mm-hmm. kill people in gangs because they're trying to rob someone anyway. They're not just going to suddenly not have guns because a law says they can't have a gun. The mm-hmm. law's already not keeping them from you know, accessing guns. Yeah. Oh man, it's uh, yeah. That that to me is is the number one issue because uh, you know when if the government goes, we're going to need to be able to defend ourselves, and if the government stays, we're going to need to be able to defend ourselves from them. Right, and um, I think that is 
one of the number one issues, too, because you look at places like Argentina, I've recently learned, had apparently the world's worst lockdown during really? COVID. Yeah. You never even really heard about it. Ian didn't know either. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know it was the world's worst. I knew it was pretty bad. Um, it was at least the world's longest, and it was one of the worst. Maybe wow. that's what it is. But... They don't have guns there. They, they don't even want guns. They're like kind of an anti-gun populace. It's the same thing as Australia. Like most of them don't want guns. They're anti-guns. They don't have guns. And they had a terrible lockdown. China is not um, like a, you know, pro-two-way country. Yeah, China has, I, th- I think, no private gun ownership mm. or next to none. And it seems they've like... been totalitarian for a long time. Yeah. You know. And it seems like they would probably have had the worst lockdowns because they were actually locking people in the, in their apartment buildings. So they were welding people's doors shut at yeah. one point. That was that was before COVID even came to America, and I was really I was really concerned about about COVID when it first showed up because I'd seen the footage of what they were doing in China, and I was like, oh my god, it must be awful if they're doing that it must have like a hundred percent death rate Hmm. for it to be worth that and obviously it didn't right you know i don't know if i don't know if the first strains were worse the ones that uh because normally a a virus gets milder Hmm. as as time goes on because you know if you kill a hundred percent of the people who catch you then you're going to cease to exist as a a virus because nobody's alive to spread you right um Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I never really thought of that as the reason why it was so bad. All those videos coming out of people dropping dead. Maybe they weren't faked. Maybe it was just that bad at first and quickly got better. It it could be. Maybe they tested out some experimental vaccine. It was worse than the one they forced on us. Maybe it's it's so hard to say. But the other thing is, it's it's widely believed based on the number of cell phones that disappeared in in china that there were also political purges going on at the same time so if you're if you're you're sweeping up all the sick people then you can use this as an excuse to sweep up all your political dissidents at the same time whoa i had never heard of that cell phones disappearing what does that mean yeah well the thing is in in china you have to have a cell phone and it has to be on all the time, as I understand it. And you can't have more than one. So it's a really good way of tracking people, which is wow. why they do that. And at, at one point, they were saying that 23 million of these cell phones uh, disappeared off the grid. They stopped getting service. So that, and that's something like other countries could see somehow? Um, it, it was available, I think, in... That's actually an excellent question. I don't mm. know how they have that that data it, it it maybe it was exfiltrated by mm. uh by uh whistleblowers i don't know where that data data came from the truth be told that's a really good question i, I is, want to know now and i don't <laughs> that is really scary and i never even heard of that that they in china need to have a cell phone it needs to be on and they can only have one that's some high level of control right there Oh, yeah. The social credit things are awful, too. They've got facial recognition cameras all over the place. Mm-hmm. To, you know, if you catch on, if you spit on the sidewalk, then all of a sudden you can't buy an airline ticket. Oh, my gosh. You know, because it's just in the computer. I can't imagine being a communist in America and really thinking like, oh, I want to live like that. Like, that's better. Yeah. Than having yeah. to work. 
Well, uh, and, and of course, everybody thinks that communism would be different if they were the dictator. Right. That's you true. Know? But, uh, but the people that think they could be a successful communist dictators are probably absolutely the last people in the world that you want to give power to. Yeah, just like think about um, Skeeter. He's not a communist, but he thinks that he could just run the world the way... Oh, he could just run the world and make it all work out because that's what utilitarians think that like, oh, I'll get everything done. It'll be the greatest common good ultimately. But um, like, I don't care what happens in between. He doesn't have any actual principles or morality. Well, in reality, he lives in his mom's basement. So that is the type of person that wants to control your life. (laughs) That's frequently frequently the case i can't you know, i wouldn't want like, a basement dweller from his mom's basement just to run my life that's all i'm saying yeah and i mean that's the other thing you get from uh from communists is a lot of times they're they're people who just aren't very bright they don't know how to do anything but flip burgers and they think well running a business is easy you just Tell people what to do. Right. And you have and they're not smart enough to understand that it matters what you tell them to do. And it somebody has to know what needs to be done and figure it out. You know, and if you don't do that, your business is not going to be successful. That's definitely something that I have noticed tons of people, not even just like straight up availed communists. Tons of people will claim that oh the higher ups in the jobs like they don't really do anything and they make the most money blah blah blah. like a lot of people they're just like my age just kind of talking maybe it's not like something they've thought very hard about but they'll claim that like oh all the bosses man they just sit around doing nothing and they make more money than us while we're the ones cleaning the tables whatever you know Mm -hmm. and it's just so silly to think that a different type of work that maybe occurs at a desk is just as valuable as something that absolutely anyone could do, cleaning a table. I'm sorry. That's why things are the way they are. That's why people get paid less to clean a table than they do to answer phone calls. Yeah, supply and demand. If anybody can do your job, then it's not going to be worth very much. If very few people can do your job uh, and it needs to be done, then it's going to be worth a lot. It was crazy obvious, this attitude, in hotels. I've, I worked in hotels for like five years, something like that. And the jo- job I first got was at the front desk. So I'm like checking people in, charging their cards, handling money. And then the housekeepers often were, you know, they had this attitude like, oh, they think they're better than us just because they, why do they make more money? We work harder. Mm-hmm. But anyone can be t- taught how to clean toilets. Well, yeah, and and nobody cares how hard you work. It's yeah. it's the value of what you produce that matters. If you can if you can produce two hundred dollars worth of worth of uh, of goods for me by doing absolutely nothing, then good on you. I'm proud of you. You you figured out a smart way to work. Yeah, you know, and uh, but. People who aren't that smart don't generally value smart. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm just like over this whole attitude that like the only good jobs are like if you're like, like I built a house today. What did you do, Bonnie? And I ran a radio show. I'm not saying I should make as much money as someone who ran a house, but I think that there is people 
there there are people out there recently who kind of want to go backwards like I don't know. There are tons of people that kind of want to go backwards. I think that there are people that act like anyone whose comp- job is just like a computer job is like a soy boy, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, that that's that is an absurdity. I I say as a computer programmer. Right. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. It's free talk live. How would you run the world? I think if I had my own personal mega city, I would make boys who annoyed me move rocks from one end to the other end. And do you think that the economy would be doing very well? If I was in control and I did that, call in and let us know. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. TeamG'day.com TeamG'day.com 